0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast where we house Lake fans of every age and level of soccer knowledge and experience. I'm your host, Brand Goebel, joined by Brandon Goebel and Tyler Thomas, and uh, we are excited to be here, right? Oh, so
1: excited to do the podcast. It's like therapy for me.
0: Yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, I've over the last year and a half or so where we I've come I think I've become a little better fan yeah I'm I'm a little more um I'm a little more
2: slow. calm oh calm <laughs> I thought you were slow about the intro well slow to yeah. react
1: is, is part of being a calm person right
0: it's,
2: you're starting to see the bigger picture yeah. instead of going game by game well I'm
0: enjoying the game more and not getting so emotionally wrapped up into it trying to Trying to have a pragmatic, a practical approach to talking about the game. I mean, yeah. Before, it was just like, ah, oh,
1: friggin', ah, oh, it's just a, these bombs,
2: ah. Yeah, there right? was there was several opportunities uh, for that to happen.
0: Yeah, well, not only that, but there uh, there was a couple of seasons before, uh, especially when, when the Tactical Genius and yeah. Freddie watching that team was just, oh, my gosh, I would just sit there. I'd go to the games. And I'd sit there, but I was just like fumed. I'm you were not... dead inside as a fan. Yeah, dead inside, that's exactly how I was. But now <laughs> doing this, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I enjoy watching the games win or lose, winning preferably, mm-hmm. but I've enjoyed the uh, the process. I think I've, I enjoy the games more just watching them without worrying about who wins and lost because – I do tend to take it pretty serious. Well, you know, one of the things
1: that I thought was really cool with our uh, conversation last week with RSL Superfan Brandon Steineker—did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. Steineker, he said, like, I'm less about the wins and losses and more about what we're doing, what the vibe, the the intrigue, the you know, like, like get in the stands and make some noise, like put some effort out there, so that the team hears you because they do they hear you on the field right and obviously they were in columbus this weekend we couldn't have i mean you could have made the trip to columbus but yeah at being home yelling at your tv doesn't do it but when you're at the stadium make some noise
0: right engage try to try to get a little rowdy and i liked how he in his section they tried to do it organically like they want the team wanted to you know promote it and make it a a supporter group he's like no just no 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 we want it, the whole stadium doing this yeah let <laughs> so it go so it's gonna have you, to take some time if you haven't listened to that episode please go oh, back and yeah. listen. so good the first the first one is about him and how he be, ended up in rancid and just his whole life story for the most part yep and um, then the second half is more of the rsl stuff yeah and how the believe came about i've heard him talk about that but i don't think he's ever i don't think i've ever heard him get so deep in how believe came about
1: yeah that was cool that was cool. So yeah, but that that was not what happened in Columbus. We did not believe there was. <laughs> we did not believe there was uh, some guy named Morris who plays for Columbus. Just pretty much owned us the whole game. But you know whatever. Uh, we haven't done the lineup yet. So that's I think the longest we have ever gone without doing the lineup, guys. Yeah, and and jumping
0: in. And then I feel also- a little awkward now. Uh, feel bad I'll get to the lineup here pretty quick but i also wanted to point out that uh it was really funny that uh we kind of got trolled after the game from the rsl admin they were saying nothing to do in ohio they kept going after ohio in the on, on twitter how boring it is and then they kind of got rolled on after the game but uh it was kinda, yeah kind of funny but I, I think someone said that uh the uh rsl admin that was doing that is from michigan oh really so it might be a wolverine fan. oh okay um, that makes sense yeah but we it it didn't turn out well no yeah. and, and maybe it started it's at the
2: lineup yeah let's just get to the lineup do you want right. to do the lineup you got no, it no, i you got did? it right got here lineup? so right. we
0: started in goal we no longer have our iron man McMath's streak is broken Gavin Beavers in gold, the 17-year-old man. 17. What was I doing at 17? <laughs> I was hoping I could just make it to state.
1: <laughs> hey, we made it to state. <laughs> Barely with the playing game, but we made it, man. It was a huge accomplishment at that part of my life.
2: Without a field, without a properly mowed field, See, You know, you, you remember. Broken glass bottles everywhere.
1: I know. Yeah, it was great. You could slide tackle, but you might, you know, get a gash. Might get
2: hepatitis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That field gets worse and worse every time you talk about it. I know. (laughs) Hypodermal needles. (laughs) So then on the back line, uh, unchanged from the game before, Brody, Vera, Glad, Anelli. Midfield, on the preview it had us playing like a 4-4-2. Yeah. And they
1: even said that. They were talking about it, right? Lloyd Sam kept going, oh, the classic 4 4 I can't get his accent right. No, no, no it's shouldn't. the Caribbean, and it's really classy
0: Caribbean.
2: Yeah, it looked like a four-four-two. Yeah. yeah.
0: During the game, it looked like a four-two-four. 4, though. Yeah, we get a lot of, of Well, yeah, he, we get a lot of people hanging out up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so in the midfield, Miriam, Ojeda, Ruiz, Chang, and the forwards, Rubio Rubin, and Elijah Paul. The rookie, and on the bench we had Lovelson, Luna, McMath, uh, Gomez, uh, Andres, and Caldwell. Little Stevie Rogers, Krylock, Julio, Pierre, and Jackson. Jackson ha- hasn't made the field yet. He's made no. the bench. Yeah, hmm. wait He's wait to, wait two to times see now. his. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about him when he
1: <clears throat> gets in a game.
2: Well, there's uh, <laughs> so finally, since we're done talking about the uh, lineup, um, it's really cool that uh, we were able to keep Nelly on. Um, I thought he showed a lot of promise, which was really cool. He's a really good player for us. Um, And the other start, which I was excited for, was Paul. Because I thought Paul was showing a lot of promise. And he did show a lot of promise in this game. He had some good looks. Um, The only thing I'm not understanding is, what is Rubio Rabin doing in practice? That Pablo's like, you know what? That guy fits in just right.
1: Yeah, it was it was interesting. I think there were only two or three dangerous times for him in the whole game and I was like, Oh boy. Rubio like like the only times he did well is when he was backing into defenders and holding up play and I was like, Oh boy, that's really one dimensional for a target forward. It it made me sad for him more than anything.
2: He has to be imaginative because he doesn't have pace. He's got to be very like outside the box almost. You know, like he's got to he's got to be clever.
1: I don't think he pulled the trigger once, did he? It was one shot in the whole game, maybe. Yeah, I don't know.
2: There was an opportunity with Julio when Julio trapped that ball from Ruiz. Yeah, did that sick through ball um, in the air, and he was he was right there for that. You know, that open pass, but Julio is not going to be able to see that. Yeah. But I think that's the only way he's going to be effective is if he's he's like the Crylock of 2 years ago, which is he's just in the right place at the right time. Doesn't mean he needs to be fast.
1: Yeah, that's... right place right time. That that doesn't work for us. Especially this year and most the second half of last year, there's no right place, right time for our team right now.
0: Well, mm-hmm. I wonder we can talk about the game. I mean, there's a ton to talk about, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's starting to become a really bad broken record. It's when was the last time we lost four 0 twice two weeks two weeks ago. It reminds row? me of our expansion
1: team, <laughs> which is not which sucks because that was a rough year, right? Like I I was you know a fan and the stadium wasn't full because it was up at Rice Eccles, and it was like yeah let's get everybody to start coming out to this. And they're like well, why why though. They're playing on turf. They're up at the U, they're I don't know, it felt disconnected from a lot of the soccer community. But now it all feels connected and we're playing like trash. So it yeah. I mean, obviously the last goal was, you know, consolation in stoppage time and we were all just kinda like, eh. But they they outplayed us throughout the game. Absolutely. And that makes it just
0: sad, right? Yeah, that's that's the part that bothers me. The most is that I'm really concerned about how the team plays. They don't play with a lot of heart. It looks like they run around. It reminds me of uh, like a, co- a team coached by uh, Brand Goebel. like the youth teams, like when are <laughs> they're just running around without <laughs> any arms. Yes. And, and you run. It's <laughs> like Carl Maloney.
1: Now you're like talking about yourself <laughs> in the third person. Like how, what?
0: That's. What I'm a little confused. It Reminds ahead. me of. When I, when I when you know you're playing with the youth teams and the players, um, don't know what to do and so they just kind of follow the other team around. They're not in the position. They aren't um, a <laughs> pass or two ahead. They are. Yeah. Am I? No. I, I I love that
1: analogy. It's like go play soccer. Okay, what do I do? Well, I'm on defense. Okay, what do I do? Well, guard that guy. You just stand by that guy. It's funny. Like I have a a brother who, um, uh. He, uh, how do I say this without being terribly harsh? He's the least athletic out of the brothers I have, and so he's
0: really good at math,
1: he's really good at grabbing people and pushing people. On. He just doesn't play by
2: the same rules the rest of us do. That's that's when he's on a soccer field that he's grabbing people. Well, and it like could be basketball, people. soccer, oh, okay, it doesn't really just, matter, just during an activity. This yeah. isn't day to day, you uh, know.
1: He's kind of grabby in real life, too, but you know, he gets away with it because he's a nurse, so.
2: Oh, he's in. Okay. You know, he can get oh, right psych. up in
1: people's business, and they don't mind. But uh, on the soccer field, is he a field, priest?
2: Hopefully, he's not a priest. <laughs> or, or on the basketball court, he
1: just—he'll just—he's the guy that just like meatball, you know, just like tackles you when you go up for layup, kind of a guy. Anyway, the funny thing about him is he—he's really feisty on defense, but feisty on defense only goes so far. Once you get guys with enough skill like my littlest brother's got tons of skill he just goes right around him and then he tries to tackle him it's like a funny dynamic between the two of them but it's kind of like we were doing that on the field at certain points it felt the first like first goal the, if yeah. you
0: look at the first goal beautiful pass in oh what splits a- our defense which doesn't seem to be a difficult thing to do at the moment and then you have like ruiz and these other players just kind of instead of Anticipating and trying to get in front of the play, they there's watch there's a back kill or oh, running with their guy running with their guy. I mean, I think if I remember right, if Ruiz had accelerated, he might have put some pressure on, maybe even stolen that little.
2: Well, but if you watch the whole game, though, that's the way that we are defending. Like, that's not like it's not like Ruiz messed up this one time. It's no, that's, that's my point. That's what the team is saying is what to do is like zone defense, backline remains a straight line midfield they stay high ruiz and ojeda they stay high so when that cross run came from uh what's their fantastic player with the mohawk zelleran so he 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 runs from the center of the box across and then homeboy sees it passes the through ball and of course ruiz is not going to get that because he's playing high which i'm pretty sure is coached that he needs to play that way and then a simple back kill to morris is obviously going to open up the gaps and then he puts a great ball through and i don't i'm I'm not sure if Beavers could really get that. I mean, if Dave, that, uh, David De Gea was there, but I bet he could. But, I mean, you can't really ask much of an MLS goalkeeper. Well, you know it, I mean? he even touched it on the replay. You can see his hand gets out there. He gets he his fingers it. on it. Yeah, but <clears throat> didn't stop it, right? Right, right, right. Because that, that was on a rope. That ball was not going. That no, was a great, great shot. <clears throat> I mean, tough to. But I, I do feel like that's, that's the style of defense. It's not like one man not stepping up and covering i I really think that that's that's in the playbook for us and which is kind of frustrating and it seems like all these other teams are noticing that and they're just gonna it's like they're carving us up it's like when you you know you play on a saturday with your actual soccer team and then your soccer team comes and visits you at school for recess and they're like hey you want to play all my (laughs) friends at recess like sure and like that's the dynamic we get is just like all these people that have never played on, like, an actual team are playing against people that have played on teams and, like, have tactics and stuff. It feels like that's the difference in, in our team right now compared to other teams.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that, you know, I, I think before even Morris scored, like, in the 10th minute, like, he was going in high on on Miram. I was like, what, what's up with this kid, man?
2: He's had a good <coughs> f- past four games. I think it was. He yeah. had he's played forty three times. He hasn't scored in about like forty games, but the last three games he's he's <laughs> scored four or five goals or something like yeah, that. Two, yeah, he had two, two, against, two so. goals
0: going into the into our game and
2: then he doubled it. Yeah, yeah like it's insane. It's yeah. like, especially for a center defensive man.
1: Right. It's been and, crazy. But what I'm saying is like maybe um if I mean there's there's two sides of it, right? There's the coming in high on Miram. It, it felt high. It felt dirty. I was like, oh, he's, he might get a yellow card. Didn't even get a foul. And it, then they didn't even replay it. So, come on, Apple TV. Like, there's my call out to Apple TV. Like, at least replay it so we can see if it was like a real foul or not. The guy's
0: down. Like, yeah, replay that, the incident. Yeah, that's one that I would have liked to see seen the replay on to see if uh, he came. Could have been one where he's going for the ball and ball foot goes over ball into shin. Yeah. So I don't know if there was intent there, but it's always nice when you get a replay.
1: Yeah, like it's a slippery slope. Pretty soon you're KSL, dude.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs>
2: come on, Apple TV. Watch yourself. You don't want to wreck yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. I do think if... What an insult. I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the game. I mean, it, it. the sad thing is the game is looking like every other game. We've been playing the there, six wins in twenty. There was something I really liked about the game. Okay, what do we, let's, let's try that. Really liked
1: it. The color scheme, like we were really we were in our dark <laughs> red and our blue, and they were in the bright yellow and black. Beavers was wearing black. Like it was a great color setup, array of colors. It's, it's in one of those game.
2: where it's nice because. The players are probably going to be able to distinguish who's who. You know what I mean? There's yeah, no there's that no questionable, doubt. like oh gray and like light, light pink or something. You yeah, know? I don't know.
1: Or light green and versus dark green. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know
2: you're like you're what? questioning your passes. And Brent uh, mentioned the field. Oh yeah, the field was beautiful. Like I was like 2023 winner Columbus because we can't win it twice in a row. That's what Dan says. But makes sense. But yeah, like even like their <laughs> it even their goalposts good. were pretty slick. I mean, bright, bright white. And it was kind of cool because they had the old school, not the old school, but I guess it's kind of new where they had the extra length in the back on the bottom. So it was kind of cool. I was just really impressed. I was like, that's a very nice stadium. Yeah, it was a
1: good looking game, Mm -hmm. right? Good looking stadium, good looking uniforms.
2: Like it should be the standard going across the board. I mean, Mm -hmm. wherever you are, grass. Grass is the best way to go. Really? Yeah, I'm not a turf guy. Probably because I'm I'm so old, you know, the knees are going out. Yeah,
1: turf's tough.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, so, so first half, we talked about the first goal. Second goal, we kind of had an unfortunate event. Um, Pablo Ruiz on the top of the box, stomped with his right foot on the back heel of. I think he got his toe. No, look. When we watched it again, oh, it geez. was the back side of his leg. It he did. Like,
1: he stomped the back of his. Well, leg? Well, it didn't
2: stop. You know, like when you went to go when you went go to play the ball. Yeah. Your outside foot usually goes wide. The inside foot goes for the ball. Right. And when he put his foot down it was on the back of his heel. On the wide foot. Yeah. yeah. So he just misjudged his his spacing to him and so clipped him
1: soft, right?
2: No, because no. he's in the no. box and it's not it's yeah, if you it, it would have still been a foul outside the box.
1: Right. But again, Apple TV, where's the third angle? Right? We had two angles and neither one to me looked like fouls, but the, both the well, the guys we commentary were like, Oh that, yeah, that's a foul for
0: sure. And I'm like, Well, ah. I will say Ty, Tyler's our resident um contrarian when it comes to fishing. I'm the BS caller, yeah. But we were watching Till proven it, wrong. Till proven. We were watching it at uh Catoins, Yeah. Down on Historic Magna Main Street. <laughs> 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 historic. <laughs> historic Magna Main Street. Uh, it's and there historic. was <laughs> and there was uh we had thirty, forty people in there. Nice. And uh in the first half. Right. And we were kind of sitting in the front. We turned around like, like eighty minutes. It was like, oh, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody <laughs> else went, snuck oh, on
1: out, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they got the good burgers but not the fun
0: of Ye- the first game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was some fans in there sitting next to us that were um very, very um and well they were they were rowdy a little bit. Um More adjectives, like, adjectives. like me rowdy. Agitated. Oh, like yelling, about, yelling yeah, at the TV, yelling are you, at the TV. Were you
2: scared or?
0: No, no, no. But going back to the penalty, <laughs> they're like, um, "Well, first of all, they're like, oh man, this is nice. Where's that RSL team we've been watching? This this looks good." And then like uh, the next play, they give the ball away, and they're like, "Oh, there they are! There, there, there they is. are! There they are!" But on the PK, it was like, "Oh, no way! No way!" And then they showed the replay, and everybody in the in the restaurant was like.
2: Oh. yeah,
0: yeah, it's a peak. Yeah, it's just, it's
2: unfortunate because it's not it's not intentional. It just happened. You know what I mean? Like well,
0: this goes back to what we've been talking about: how they're playing. I think a more confident team, um, better coached. I think I think I'll stick with that. I don't think he makes that play because it's just it's it's a dumb play. And like why well, is he? No, why? It's, it's coming. Why? Well, no, it's
1: coming. Why stick from- your foot in? Whenever you, t- he took the wrong angle. That, that's what I th- saw. Like you want to stay between ball and goal.
2: Okay, do we need to re- re-watch this? Because he, we just watched it like five minutes ago. He's he's in between ball and goal. He goes up to play against him and play defense and play wide with his body. He just miss spaces and steps on the back of his heel, and the guy goes down. And it's like. It's unfortunate, but it, it happens. I mean, like, that's what I don't understand. Like, I was praising Ruiz in the last game for how aggressive he was being, and that's what we need because right now our tactics are crap and our our overall play is low low quality. So he has every right to be more aggressive to try to create something, especially no, when we give that up the for ball. Sure, yeah. But yeah, and it's like we're gonna sit here and nitpick this penalty when it's an obvious penalty. It's not due to coaching. It's not due to, you know, like, oh, yeah. we didn't get the right player at this transfer window. No, no, no. It's, we're in the game. <laughs> we're, down, we're down yeah. 1-0. The goal can be very frustrating because it's on the back of a 4-0 loss the week before. Ruiz, is in, Ruiz has every right to be aggressive. It's unfortunate that it's right in the corner of the box, and it's unfortunate that he didn't create the right amount of spacing to be defensive on the ball, but we need that in the midfield. We can't just have this back four just playing this straight line when they have five or six guys up top. Like I kind of feel like why are we still nitpicking this when it's it's a it's a it's a penalty. It was unfortunate. Let's move on.
1: Well the worst part of it was the giveaway by Glad, right? To start the play.
2: But you gotta say if we're
1: like miss (laughs) miss hits it off a Nelly.
2: Right, right. On the clearance, but right. But once again, like, it goes we, to can, we can say that to everyone. Miriam had some terrible passes. Brody had awful passes. Chang is Chang. He had some good opportunities this game. Oh, he should have scored
1: and on that one, too. Yeah, all, but you right? can't expect
2: much from Chang. <sighs> Chang doesn't have that dynamic left foot to elevate it, put it far right. post, which was obviously open. It doesn't have that. But it's like, when are we just going to be like, yeah, it was a bad situation? And it happened. Like it's, it's like now we're just nitpicking at all these small negative things that doesn't make any sense. Well,
0: well, my point on that play, and I agree with what you're saying, because I think that's what happens. When you're winning, everything's great. Right. And when you're losing, everybody's trying to figure out, why are we losing? And, and I think it's the buildup. The difference between good teams and great teams is the buildup of those little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, great teams, um, maybe this goes to your point, maybe Pablo isn't worried so much about trying to steal the ball and make a play when he trusts the back line more and instead he just uses his body and gets in the way and kind of tries to push him away from the goal instead of trying to make a play and i think those are the decisions that uh, lead to those type of penalties because they feel like they everyone feels like they have to do it all by themselves because they don't trust each other they don't trust that if they get the ball to Rubio Rubin, he's going to put it in the back of the net. They don't trust if they get it to Julio that yeah. he's going to make the right choice. He's so. just going to shoot it. Well, right? so, anyway, right. just gonna... so so
2: so speaking for somebody who's no okay, that that was going to be rude, but anyways, I've played right and I've been in that situation. It's not that I don't have trust in the other people. It's that what's work what we had planned is not working. So I'm going to create. I'm going to try my best to. Be aggressive. Change the flow of the game. Because like at the flow of the game, Columbus is winning. I mean, what was the stat at halftime? Columbus was like 60% possession or something like that yeah. at half. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, right now we've play, been a little timid. We're playing a little bit back. We're We're just trying to be defensive and it's not working. Now they're in my box. I have a chance to be on the ball. I am going to be aggressive. I am going to try to change the table, get the ball back. Be in transition or something like that and I, that's what I saw in Ruiz in that situation I don't think he didn't have faith in his team I think he was just trying to create something he was trying to change what's happening get it be, out and of be and be yeah. aggressive yeah and, just, I, get after and I, it. I don't see that as a negative I mean yes no. the situation was a negative but I think that's totally fair I mean like like I was saying with Herrera back at, back last season I would gladly take another red card randomly in the season to have Herrera back, Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's
1: apparently Montreal <laughs> could use him to. <laughs>
2: they yeah, they're struggling too. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's like, yeah, it happened. But like, we're trying. He's trying to change the game, and I I put a lot of praise on Ruiz because once he came back, he showed he showed far more promise in the midfield to to create and and to be a game changer. Cause i feel like a lot of our team is no longer a game changer nobody like and you saw it in ojeda in the second half when he had that little run-up where he passed three people and then the last guy got him and he got a yellow card which was kind of cool but you can see that their quality players they're just getting frustrated and trying to create something but the tactics that we're using aren't complementing any sort of natural play you know what i'm saying like because Everything seems to have to be orchestrated. We we can't send the ball. Um, but from we a don't goal have an,
1: we don't have an orchestrator.
2: But we we do. We absolutely do. I think we're we, we Pablo Ruiz he showed promise. He sent a ball into Julio. He can orchestrate in the air. Julio trapped it down. Didn't get the best trap. And then Ruby Rabine was off to the side. And if he would have saw that, or if we would have thought of this style of play, that would be an easy goal. But we are one-dimensional with whatever tactic that Minestrone has come up with. And it's when it's a goal kick, we're going to dish it out to the side. We're going to keep it on the ground. Then we're going to try to move it forward, stay on the sides, and then send it in. But then where is all our natural, uh, you know, like when we steal the ball or something like that in the midfield, what is our first tactic? You know what I mean? Like it seems like we don't have any plan Bs, plan Cs, or plan Ds. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we do have the quality of players. I mean, we have a great amount of quality of players. Like, I don't, I don't understand why we can't, we can't adapt. you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, we don't feel very adaptable out there. That's a good point. Like, like, like the, the play after Chang got his shot off, they, they sent that ball into the corner and Chang knocked it back. It's almost like Anelli wasn't ready for it. He didn't have his feet right, and he just he kicked it into a good spot on goal, but it was soft, you know what I mean? And I'm like, wasn't this guy a striker? Didn't he play some, like, a- attacking football? Shouldn't he have been able to hit that first time? Like, it was a good pass, mm-hmm. and it was to him, and he just kicked it, you know, at the goalie, you know? And yeah. we had, I think Elijah Paul had one like that, too. He just kicked it right at the goalie. But yeah,
2: Elijah Paul had a had a cutback. He. He cut it back with his right foot, send it in with his left, kind of curled, and the goalie got it. That was pretty easy. But if you're not, if you're not it, like reimagining those situations in practice over and over, how can you you put somebody who's this is his second game, starting, we're playing, right. and you're gonna all of a sudden say that he's gonna just be so good, his balance is all set up, he's ready for anything. It seems like he doesn't know what is expected from other players you know what i mean like it's not it's not in in practice you're like okay when Cheng gets the ball this is what Cheng does no it's it you know like this is the type of shot pass you're gonna get and so they'll practice that it's it's nothing like that I mean it looked like elijah paul was like oh this is what you do okay and then he like tried to kick it yeah so it's like we're not even practicing we're scenarios not reacting well yeah, we're not. It's
1: almost like, okay, let's assess the situation and take a couple seconds here to figure out what to do next. And it, it's slow. But one of the annoying things that we were talking about got changed in this game. Uh, our crosses went down dramatically. Only 10 crosses throughout the whole game. So we were not getting down the wings like, you know, the previous game or the game previous to that.
0: Where we had over 30. Right? 30,
1: yeah, like, and now we're at ten. So, are we tactically shifting, or did we just not? Were we just not able to do what we were trying to do? You well, know I think what I, mean? I
2: think I think Julio opens up the crosses. I think the fact that um, if Julio is in, we're we're more confident to send a cross in, or if Krylock is in, I put that in quotation marks because. You know how I feel about that. But when Crylock is in, that is our plan. We send a cross in. But now that we have Rubin, who can't jump or run, and then you have Paul, who I think Paul more likes to be in transition. He likes the ball on the, on the floor, moving it around. So it's like, yeah. I mean, that's definitely going to be a change in tactics overall. Well, I wonder
0: also, too, if it was a, a reflection of the fact that RSL just didn't have the ball as much. Mm. For sure. Columbus... Kind of dominated the ball. We did have some good. Uh, there was uh, some good opportunities in the first half. I agree. Um, Miram with oh, that no look pass. That was and, delicious. And the very yeah. nice save.
2: Yeah, that was a sick one. That was really good. Oof. I want more of that kind of stuff.
1: Right? No, we that oh. that's the thing. The more chances you get, the better they look. The easier the ball goes in the net, right? I think that's that's definitely one of the things that that comes up, but man
2: yeah first first half we had opportunities but then you know and we only had eight shots
0: but we had five on goal and they had 18 shots so and you know gavin
1: gavin beavers bless his heart you can say that because he's only 17
0: bless your heart
1: bless his heart uh had two saves a kid but gave up four goals so rough start for the kid Especially yeah, on the one well, where it bounced behind him, the third you one. You can't say gave up.
2: I don't. Well, I don't like that. Can I disagree again? Let me disagree. Okay. Again. Well, what so, do you want to say? Loud. Um, I think, I think he gave up one goal. Realistically.
1: The one where he saved it and the first one. More. No, the third goal. Yeah. So
2: the first one. That's. Too good. That's I mean, not really on th- him. No, that's Agreed. not on him. Second one, not on him. That's kinda right. like a 50-50 fifty fifty. And even like watching it again, I was like, dang, that's like perfect corner. You know that's what I mean? Good, like that was a
0: good penalty take.
2: Yeah, it's a perfect corner. So even if he goes left, he would have to really go left. Um but the third one, the third one is the one where it was frustrating because you're like, wait a second, you're like on the national team, you're like one of the best US goalkeepers coming up as a young kid. And I just thought McMath, in a sense, would have the experience to know if it's an awkward ball. You just, just push hit it out. It out you yeah, know? you you keep yeah. it in front of you. And I think Beaver's being a little less experienced or seasoned,
1: maybe a little naive.
2: Little naive wanted to trap the ball, and when it got awkward, instead of you know doing whatever he can to keep it away, he was still trying to grab it. Grab it. Got a little nervous, I guess you could say.
0: Looked like the ball had a ton of topspin on it, too, because it just, like, spun right over him.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's Darlington Nagby for you. Yeah, but also, so we go back. Should we do halftime? Yeah. Let's do halftime.
1: Well, let's get down. You
2: guys are ready at halftime? What's yeah. for halftime? Orange slices. Orange slices. I'm going to give mine to Ruiz. I think Ruiz did a really good job. All game. <coughs> don't at me. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared
0: to other players, he did on the team. Boy, that's that's a tough one. I don't know that anybody bathed oh, themselves Lord. in glory uh, in this game. Wow, that that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Bathed themselves in glory. No who did I, I? No golden are, showers for anyone. No, 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 definitely not. That's another podcast. <laughs> um,
2: you know, oh, oh, I boy. think
0: uh, I thought Ojeda. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was on my list. I thought he did. I thought he played well. Um, So yeah, I'll go with Ojeda. Yeah, and then, um,
1: yeah, after that, I mean, I hate to say it because that's our whole midfield, right? Ojeda, Ruiz, and now Miram.
2: Well, I mean, you could say Ruiz, but I think I think Chang also had a pretty good game overall. Like, yeah, he
1: wasn't giving the ball away.
2: No, it came back on defense. He was <clears throat> <clears throat> played
1: that ball through to Anelli and Anelli he, as soon as Anelli
2: looked away, he played it through. Yeah. And I was like,
1: Oh my gosh, that was embarrassing,
2: <clears throat> gentlemen. Well, even Ching had an opportunity. I mean, he put it, you know, on the ground to his right when he, if he elevated it, that would have been a sick goal. But I mean it was still like oh okay, Ching Ching has something. Yeah. It's just it's not all of it.
1: Yeah, so for me, Miriam was better. Um, he was dangerous. He could hold the ball up. He's versatile. He's got game. He's got skill. When he has the ball, everybody's excited. When Chang has the ball, not so much. Like, do you remember the time? You're losing he, nails because you're biting them. Uh, <laughs> Chang just dribbled right at the defender. Somebody overlapped on the run, and then he just took an extra touch, and the defender just stood there and blocked it. Like It required absolutely no defensive capability he just stopped running and then kicked the ball away and Chang fell over i was like oh boy <laughs> come on man the two most embarrassing moments in the game are yours Chang. so i couldn't pick Chang. so i, I went with miriam but that's a good one it, it's like the rest of the guys um don't want the ball or don't want to hold the ball up and that is worrisome for me because miriam got his pocket picked on that one play
2: oh yeah he's
1: dribbling and dribbling and dribbling yeah and then the guy just like sped in front and took it and but then miriam hustled back on d and blocked the shot which you know kudos to him for that but what we have a lot of guys on our team that don't want to hold the ball Mm. and so i was oh are we to subs yet i think we need to go missing players first Because we we didn't talk about the players that didn't even make the trip. Savarino. Sava, our probably best player, and like Miriam, can hold the ball up, can Mm -hmm. also score goals. Miriam can too, but, you know.
2: What about Silva? Where did Silva – is Silva still hurt? Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it accelerated his – I think that's why Vera's like the man now. Oh, wow. Because that's
2: what I was worried about. I was like, oh, no, who are they going to choose? I guess if well, Silva's
1: out. Glad picked up the captain's armband so that that you know congratulations that's a, that's something something important. I think it was and, the first homegrown to wear yeah, the captain's band. First homegrown mm-hmm. to ever do it. Yeah. had a kid, Glad. So Good boy.
0: Who what else was missing? So, no Sava, which is very disconcerting. We don't know. They say it's personal. Um he stayed home from the Venezuelan No, he's Argent. Yeah. Venezuelan Venezuelan national yeah. team call up for personal reasons. Uh, so, hopefully, there isn't anything too yeah. serious going on personally, and you almost want it to be that. Other than the uh, the other option, where he's injured, Sabarino is personally not happy about playing yeah, for about this playing for us playing hopefully for this that's club at the it. moment. Yeah. Or who he's...
2: If, if if that's the case, where he's not happy with the club, that needs to be addressed immediately because that's that's a huge huge player that we cannot lose. And he, great, oh, man, because that, that creates so much opportunity for us. Because, I mean, that puts Chang out, which is always a good thing because he's a great sub. Um, but, I mean, that just shows that, like, if, if we don't have the, the staff or the management to have a guy who used to be here and had wicked amount of success, if we can't keep him, what are we doing?
1: Well, and especially if there's not somebody ready to step right in. And that's where, I mean, we can get to subs here at halftime. but
0: well, let's, I was know. wondering if we wanted to talk about the team. We don't do it too much, but uh, I guess we talk about the team all the time, but breaking it down, where are you most, most concerned about this team? And I can start and say that I think it's a poorly coached team and a poorly constructed team. They are missing uh, some good players. We still haven't got the nine or the six. Of the, you know, they. Uh, we have five wingers, though. Like yeah, we got tons of wingers. wingers. Yeah, they're good. And I, I, they just don't play other positions. Uh, <laughs> the argument, the argument could be if you are, if you're pro, uh, uh, Mascherano, Pablo, you could say, hey, you know what? He just doesn't have the team around the way he wants to play, any. and it's just not working out. These, this isn't a, a well constructed team. And the other side could be, hey, you know what, I've, there are some good players on the team which which could be argued to a certain extent, and the coach just isn't getting them uh, to play how they want. I think it's a combination of both. I think if we could see after two-plus years of how Pablo uh, Mastroianni wants his team to play, if we could say this is their system – they usually, when you're trying to build a team, where do you start? You start on the defense. This team is not playing defense at all. Um, well, and that goes to
1: partially to Brody and his style of defense. Right? We've talked about this multiple times. How he's a poker awayer versus a get in front and win the baller. Right? Like those are very different ways to play defense. And me personally i'm a little bit bigger dude i was always about win the ball and play it out of the back but brody so many times is just poking the ball away which causes mayhem into dangerous situations and and that's where i'm like so who's our starting left back oviedo wasn't there where was he I i think he might have been missed the plane
0: injury I'd have to double check on right, like yeah, you on, know what I, I mean. Like
1: he's he's solid. He holds the ball up well. He's different than Brody. Brody dribbles at players. Oviedo doesn't. You know, like and does it, he value that more? Is that what Pablo wants on the field? Because there's there's the what we want on the field, what we've signed, and then what is paid for, and those are three different buckets of responsibility. So is it Pablo? is it Elliot fall or is it the ownership group that says, Oh, we're not paying for, you know, whoever, well, I think we're I not th- paying for Bobby Wood.
2: Well, I think over the, the, the off season last year, um, they had, I mean, after talking to Elliot fall, it seemed like all of us, like they were, everybody was like cry coming back. Right. And I that's think that's
1: going to save us.
2: Right. 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 And that, can be a big indication of where they go in the transfer market. You know what I'm saying? Like if they knew the type of quality that Krylock's going to provide in these first four or five games, that's going to alter what we do in the transfer market big time. Because I feel like they were like, Krylock, oh, he's awesome. He's going to be our, you know, our stone. He's our, our boulder. He's going to be right in there. Never going to move. Blah, 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 blah. But now we've added all these other pieces that were supposed to complement such a star. And now that's no longer a, an option. So now we're gonna we can sit we're gonna sit here and say, oh, Minestrone doesn't have the right people. Oh, the back office still needs a number nine, a number six, a number four, a number 17, 34, <laughs> 18, whatever. I think thirty four
1: is taken care of. Because, and Seventeen, both, but.
2: So, but really, look at it. I mean, look at it. Brody has struggled, right? Brody was in there because we didn't have a left back last year. Then we got Oviedo. Oviedo is a quality guy. Just towards the end of his career, not very fast. Then we had Silva, Glad, and then we had Herrera. That was a solid back line. Yeah. Brody as a sub. That's what we need, right? Because Brody's going to be effective later in the game.
0: Well, there's some people that would argue, or you rotate like, that Brody outplayed Herrera. Herrera um, last at the end of last season because Herrera was really frustrated last year, and I think that was obvious. But go ahead. I just one. No, no, I, no. no. Th- but I think you're right. On um, it was a better back line
2: last year. It was a better back line. But then also you we add in Brian Ojeda. That is a great player. Because we haven't seen him shoot goals, we haven't seen him do all these spectacular things, we think that we still need a number six, we still need like a stronger midfield. Yeah, I
1: don't I'm good with what we have there as I, long as we can plug up the middle better.
2: But that's what I'm saying though, because it is not it is not the players. Is nowhere near the players. I could sit here and come up with six or seven different ways to play, different rotations. So if people get hurt, people, you know, they, personal reasons, they have a quinceanera, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, it's like we're sitting here and we're like, oh, we still need a number nine, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, we don't. We have the players. You just have somebody who, that's probably the first time I'm gonna say this, but Ministroni or whoever's in charge of tactics or offense of any kind does not know what to do. But it's very very simple. Even the announcer in the game, he was like, "Oh man, they used to be so good when they had they ran that diamond formation," and it's like, "Yeah, no, dude, like <laughs> run the diamond formation." Like, Great. Now I gotta add in the <laughs> no, don't add in the <laughs> beep. That was a <laughs> annoying. But anyways, <laughs> um, well, but that's what I'm saying. Like you you sit there and you have Ministroni who first started out as a three five two guy. You gotta tell me that like. 352 was your go-to and then now all of a sudden we've morphed into a 442. that is drastically different. So that guy is and making we're not crap clogging
1: up. the midfield because the 352 wants to clog the midfield and you have three rough and tumble defenders in the back. And so, we so, don't have three rough and tough defenders.
2: 4-3-2-1, you can clog the center. 4-2-3-1, you can clog the center while still creating our wingers to have the opportunity to be on goal and send in crosses. There's all other kinds of formations that you can do. A 4-4-2 is not going to clog the middle if you have the style of players that we have where we're heavy on the wings. So it's like, why... why yep,
1: because Chang and Miram don't want to come if, back and yeah. clog the middle. I play
2: tennis! How, how am I paying attention to this? And they're like, oh, no, we've got to stick to the 4 for t and we still need a number 9 because I'm a number 9. Well,
0: I think the only thing that I would argue with you on the roster, I I do think there's some good players on here, and I think a better coach makes not-so-good players better. Absolutely. Right? this Because he plays them to their strength. But, play, know, so but this, right. is, this isn't a an MLS Cup-winning roster. I mean, I think we it can agree not, with that. Yes, I mean... They're not, What's, where are the holes? Especially the what team are, that came out on the field. Right? What are the holes? Well, a 17-year-old goalkeeper to start, if you want to start there.
2: Oh, yeah, 1,000%. I don't understand right? that. And I think
0: um, I think there are some good players on there, but I do think not having a goal scorer, whether that's creating one through practice and finding somebody on your team that you have and giving them the opportunity to score goals, you can't be. we can't be relying on our center back. You
2: don't spot. think Julio is a goal scorer?
0: I do, but going back to your point, he requires service. He requires service that they refuse to give.
2: So what did we see from Ruiz today to Julio?
0: Yeah. And it's some great service. Yeah. Won. So, and when then won, that, yeah, because, that's how we
2: created our chances. But then we have Gomez, right? Is he a goal scorer? No. We uh, don't yeah. know what we Gomez don't. is, honestly. He, he we is do not know thousand, what he is. He's a thousand percent a goal scorer. The only problem is, is Ministroni for some reason, loves to isolate our player on the ball. He wants to draw in more than one defender so we can open up an opportunity somewhere else and then somehow get a magical ball that can teleport to the next player. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying is is we're looking at a team that has a tactic not meant for the team. Whoever assembled this team is actually pretty smart. This actually has great weapons, great opportunities, but we're playing it as though we don't know what the players are capable of.
1: Well, yeah, it's like we've, we've talked about multiple times with Severino, where's his best position, and we think it's the three, at least I do. Which uh, is where? The top, when we're playing three forwards, he's the outside. Or he's the second forward in a 4-4-2, but not a withdrawn forward. We don't want him withdrawn. We want him up. right? And that's where he's succeeded most with us. And that that's just him. Let alone
2: Well, I think we that
1: target forward.
2: Four, two, three, one, we have a great option for that, because then he can play high on his favorite side. And then we also have Julio at the very top, so that way we can have Julio being dished to. And on the opposite side we can have Miriam, who likes to hold up play, play the ball, and we can we can switch the field, which we do a lot. And we can do that very successfully, and we always still clog the middle with Ruiz and Ojeda.
1: And I think sometimes we switch the field too quickly. We did that in the game multiple times. We tried to switch the field, and the defenders weren't tucked in. Like, and we gave it away on a on a just no pressure. Again, that's my pet peeve: no pressure on you, and you just kick it to the other team, right? Like, that's my least favorite. Especially, and if it happens enough times that I can pick them out throughout a game, like, this is MLS, guys. We should be better than this. So, I, I don't know if it's like decision making or it's the players har- getting harped on by Master to play a certain style, or if it's more like the zen of the game. You just got to feel your way through it and, you know, flow and whatever. I, I don't know, because some players don't do well with that. One of the things I've been trying to pay attention
0: to. Because never played, <laughs> but I've watched we'll millions. That. Of we'll games. put that on there. We'll put that on there. <laughs> Disclaimer: Host just has me. never played. Never played, but he's watched a ton of games. But if you watch Real Salt Lake, they get so spread out, it you'll see four in the back, nobody in the middle. You know they'll be on the wings. There'll be a couple of guys a million miles away from each other, and then four people up top waiting for somebody to get them the ball. Yeah, and we've just abandoned the midfield, and I think. A lot of that comes to coaching. I think there are a lot you get a lot of pushback. There are some good players on the roster, and it would be interesting. I think people, more people, would say, "Yeah, this is a good team." If there was a better coach, or they were being, they were playing better. You can argue that whether or not they're being coached well enough. But I don't think you're going to get very far saying this is a well-coached team. Um, so yeah, I think they are. They're disconnected. They. Like Brennan's point, uh, I think they want the Pablo wants the players to make individual plays instead of playing as a group. You watch other teams play; there's three or four um, right. players pass, around the ball, pass, pass, pass. pass, 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 pass. Those little triangles. There's, there's
2: a lot of shift. There's a lot of shift. Like when the ball's on the right side, midfield shifts to the right side. Out the you know far left guy is going to move to the center. Like it's it's far more dynamic. Not dynamic, but attached. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has a rope on their waist, yeah. and as they shift over, they know that they need to shift with them because you don't need to have Chang on the sideline when everybody else is on the opposite side. We might you know be I mean?
0: the most disconnected team in Major League Soccer right now. I, I,
1: definitely the last two games, I would agree, especially the second half of the St. Louis game on. Oof, that was so disconnected. Brutal.
2: But let's and, talk about the second half of this one. Well, after you finish what you're about to say, yeah, I just no, cut you like, off.
1: like, let's start with the the subs that came on, right? So Pablo sees what's happened in the first half, mm-hmm. doesn't like it, makes some changes. So you're like, okay, bring on Luna. Perfect. Which again, still, I, am still trying to become a fan of his. I'm like, it's, I like that he holds the ball up, but Miram was better in this game, in my opinion, than he was.
0: Well it goes back to what we've so just they been They subbed talking him out about.
1: like we decreased there,
0: in my opinion. Go ahead. The the opposing teams know all they gotta do is put two or three guys pressure the ball and they're gonna disrupt what RSL is trying to do because no one out there there isn't any dynamic passing, there's no outlets. Uh how many times you see a player cut through the top of the box and there is no one making a run, there's no one near them, and we ended up, you know, going backwards. So Right. So I I can see why people would be frustrated with Luna and say where where is it? Well where I agree. Maybe it's in all the connectedness
1: of things, right? Yeah, but still second second sub takes off Paul, Elijah Paul, the rookie, right? Puts on Julio, speed, right? Mm -hmm. Threat over the top. Maybe he's thinking, Let's stretch him out. Again, just well, let let's,
2: let's 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 dive right? into that because that's right into the first or the second half. We we take out those two. So, what do you guys feel is his thought process? What 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 is changing with Luna and Julio being added? and taking out uh, a successful Miriam in the first half and a slightly successful Elijah Paul. Well,
1: I think half. first off, Luna plays more centrally than Miram. I don't think Luna's a winger. I don't think he loves getting wide. I think he loves coming back and clogging the middle more. So, all the balls that were coming down the middle kind of slowed down mm-hmm. because Miram wasn't playing as wide as Mir- or uh, Luna wasn't playing as wide as Miram was. Yeah. So, I think that slowed down and that kind of started doing better in the second half. Um, they weren't just cutting right through the middle of us. Right. And and I like that dynamic defensively. Luna's a little more stout. He's a little shorter, and a little stronger. <laughs> so he, he's not gonna get knocked over as easily as Miram.
2: He's got a lower center of gravity. Yeah.
1: yeah. By about a foot probably. <laughs> I don't know. But uh anyway, so uh and then Julio comes on to stretch the field he's not checking back much he's not you know anyway so i think that's the dynamic that changes Mm -hmm. but i don't know that it really did i think at columbus either adjusted really quick or we got tired of it somehow
0: Mm.
2: we got out coached who knows no. What do you feel like where, uh, being a guy who's only watched games, never played? Wow. What, well, no, that's what he just said. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. It's Too not late. a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you feel is is his thought process? What do you, What do you think he's trying to accomplish by making those two changes? I honestly don't know. I think you know Tyler probably had it
0: right because you put on Luna. It goes back to the thought process. It looks like a team where the coach wants the individuals to be creative right? and do the Zen thing. And if that's what you want with Luna or anyone on this team, it's going to be difficult because they, the defenses know how to defend us. Luna, if you don't have a, a guy like Luna, if you don't have players closer to him or running off him or um, playing those triangle passes and you're just expecting him to – wiggle around, cut through and find somebody that's going to work occasionally, Well, but the, there is no cohesion on this team. There's no yeah. style of play, which just, that, it's that, just baffling. That,
1: that kind of makes me want to go back and talk about what happened with our best ever style of play. And that was when Javier Morales and Kyle Beckerman became best friends. And they always wanted to pass the ball to each other, <laughs> which was great because they had the capability. To go over and crowd one side of the field, both of them would get over on one side of the field, and they're both central players, but they would both be on the sideline, and they would be crowding that side. And so, if if the other team didn't shift, they would get picked apart because of their ticky tacky style of play. Right? They kind of had that. Let's get over here. Let's box up this side, and then as soon as we get this to happen, whatever it was, you know, you get the central defender to be a little too far over or whatever, then boom, that attack. But in the meantime, they were setting each other up with subtle passes, little pass here, little pass there, and movement for each other, right? And you almost don't
0: see that in this team. No, you, you don't almost see almost
1: don't see any movement for the guy on the ball.
0: And to that point. There's maybe one option. Yeah. And it's 20 feet away. It's 20 yards away. Yeah. I think that's a great point because maybe that's what they're trying to do. You want to uh, – Hold the ball, and you kind of suck stuck the defense over, and then you've got that one player over there where you can switch, but the whole team has got to be playing together. And RSL looks like they have, like, like the, a guy that's never played is coaching them, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you got this guy. Over, they're all lined up over here, and everybody's just like in their space, mm-hmm. and there isn't any cohesion. It's not dynamic you just keep coming back. No one knows what style they're trying to play. Well, and it I think defensively again, we did a good job
1: shutting down their designated players. Right? We Zellerion didn't have a great game. He drew a penalty, but he he didn't he he looked dangerous, but he didn't look like at any second he was going to score, right? Those are two different things in my book. He he played well off the ball, but once he started going to goal, it kind of broke down. Right? And Christian Ramirez, who is a strong power center forward, didn't look great either. So I think that's Pablo's idea. Take away their best players and make their other players do it. And so far. Like, yeah, yeah the players are doing it. They're
2: doing it. Seems like, like those other players those <laughs> other players deserve to be on the team, I guess. Apparently.
0: Yeah. So
2: Yeah. Um, and then uh, some later subs. It didn't. I'm trying to remember because I mean. he makes the he makes the subs after the third goal, which the third goal was a breakdown in in defense of the goalie,
1: kind of Beaver's fault, but kind and, of also a, a little bit of a, a way too much space was given to Darlington Nagby on that play. Um, yes, it was like a when give he, and go, a simple play, and you got to track your guy.
2: Yeah, that was a little frustrating. And then when uh, when he puts it on goal and goes behind Beavers, it was honestly just a very, very good play by Morris. Just to stay on the play, you know, to always move forward. He didn't yeah. pause like Vera did. Yeah, Vera's job was to kind of block him. <laughs> didn't but do it. Morris slid right jumped by. right over Beavers. It was like yeah. you couldn't really do much because Vera is expecting the goalie to make the stop, and he's really close to Beavers. So it's yeah. like he is blocking it, but Morris just didn't take no for an answer and put it in. But then after that goal, a little while after, after, which was surprising because Ojeda. After that, that was when Ojeda had that um, awesome dribble up the center, which was really promising. Which drew and Nagby a yellow got The card. yellow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and it wasn't much of a yellow from Nagby. Like he did no. kind of pull on his arm just a touch, but the ref was like, "Oh, he was away," you know. I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, that's kind of what he. said. Yeah, well, he did. So. He
2: did push the ball more towards his size, So I think if if they didn't bring him down, he could have kept it going. But yeah, but yeah, so. Right after that, he sends in Gomez for Chang and Lawlessen for Ojeda. And I think this is when we really understand that we had no chance winning this game. Because on the 46th minute, when we put in Julio and Luna, we should have put Gomez in for Chang if we were looking to do something. Because that is somebody who, in his past... In his other clubs, he's shown that he can create things. He he has range from outside the box. He can dribble. He has pace. Really, really good playing. But then when we put in Lafelsund, is should be, oh, somebody tired? Let's put in sind because Lafelsund hasn't had the touch. He's had rocks for feet lately. He's been the Energizer Bunny, but... Being the Energizer Bunny and being ADHD means you do half of something and move on to the next. <laughs> and I feel that that's, that's his style at the moment because he's trying to do so many things because of our lack of overall cohesion in the center. But I feel like as soon as I saw that 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 uh, sub, I was like, okay, we're not going to win.
1: We're just protecting our it's, team it's, and we're moving oh, yeah, on we're, to the next we're game. Out of, we're out
2: of here. And then my favorite, though, my favorite sub of the entire game what really grinds my gears? Uh, Rubio Rubin in the 75th minute for Krylock. Well, it's pretty much like for like. They both don't do anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not Krylock? Not our man, Krylock. Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: I was like, where is Musovski?
2: That's what-
1: you know, I I hated even thinking that. But
2: Musovski is another Ruby or
1: Bean. But at least he oh, like he, he had a couple chances.
2: At oh, least. He's injured again.
0: I think he might be injured. I think he, oh, really on the dive unavailable when he oh, dove gosh. for the ball. And tried are we to flick
2: are we warming up on asphalt? Like what is, what is all these issues with injury? But anyways, but like what is our? <laughs> this is kind of getting negative, but it's kind of funny because I don't really think of it in a <laughs> negative way because it's like I've accepted we've lost, but. You go 75th minute, and you go Krylok. He's the guy. He's going to be able to do this. He's going to rally the troops? (laughs) Five minutes before, we've struggled to move up the field. And now you're going to put in Krylok. As a forward. As a forward. um, As a number nine. Who doesn't move the ball up the field. He needs somebody else to move the ball up the field. He just goes and runs up there. But there was was a play. What was it? I think it was um, Julio... Julio got the ball back after there was some stuff on the left side of the box. Julio starts dribbling up the center and tries to dish it off to Krylock and kind of gives him a bad behind behind him pass. And so Crylock goes tries to turn around and go back and both him and the other players slide to get to the ball. They and slid at each other. Yeah, and yeah. at the same time, they both don't even get to the ball. And I was just like, this is that the was guy. The,
1: that was the third silly play of the game. Yeah, this is the, the
2: guy that we are like, this guy's going to save us. That was like, when I was watching that, I was like, it's a good oh thing boy. I'm a real Real Salt Lake fan because I would have turned it off after that because there was no hope.
0: Yeah, we stayed for the whole game. <sighs>
2: But you know we had family there, so it was it was fun regardless. Yeah. <laughs> we had distractions. <laughs> we were distracted no. from the play on the field, but um, I wasn't too mad about this game though. In all respect, I mean I think the, the negative came out, but I, I think I think it it showed us the lack of what we we what we have at the moment, but we still showed some promise on a lot of plays.
0: There is they do have that, and I, maybe that comes back to the individual. Individuals make the plays. The team doesn't create the plays. Yeah. So, so then the, they had that they had their fourth goal. Not much to write home about on and I think we're getting to the point where Well like, we can just nitpick you. it. Yeah. yeah. We can
2: nitpick it all we want.
0: But on that fourth goal, I think it was very um, <clears throat> emblematic of how the team is how the season and how the team is going. Because you have was it Crylock who get this, slid, mm-hmm. went to ground. Yeah. Um oh no. It was Julio. It was Julio that was making the break, right? And he passed it back to no one, and then uh, yeah, that's
2: what I just said. Was the crylock and the other guy went to slide for the ball,
0: and then it ends up with Columbus and they come in and it comes across and uh, bounces out, and the uh, Yaboa uh, for Columbus is right there on the backside. Yaboya, yeah. and puts it in. But we were watching watching it before. But if you watch Brody. Brody could have inserted, Brody could have also, inserted himself into that play, yeah. but because Ruiz probably could have because of like, where yeah. this team is in their heads. You know, they all quit on that one. That they, was, they've, they, I think they've quit. And if you dirty. look at the, if you look at the games played the last twenty-seven, it looks like the whole team has quit. Right? You can't win six games in twenty-seven. You know who was really good at getting Julio on? on uh, passes, especially on the ground. Aaron Herrera. (laughs) He was really good at playing us. Julio. Um, Julio on. So, So, yeah, it's super frustrating. But
1: Aaron Herrera had a game. Do we, do we want to talk about Vancouver? Let's talk versus... about what
2: could have been. <laughs> let's, yes, let's, let's talk about what could have been, huh? <laughs> oh, poor
0: Aaron, man. He yeah, out of, so, out of the frying pan into the fire that is a crappy team in Montreal. Really?
1: Yeah, so Montreal um, went to Vancouver to play them. And uh, Camacho, in the 23rd minute, who I've always said deserves more red cards than he gets, got a red card in the 23rd minute second yellow really and uh it was on a breakaway and uh he ended up losing 5 to 0. Vancouver
2: Vancouver fought. got 5. Yeah. Wow! Right, so there yes. goes our goal differential for the
1: year, guys. Like right there, but that's a nine-point swing between us and the other last-place <laughs> team in
0: the league. And now
1: they just oh jumped God. way ahead of us. With you know, we're, we're minus win.
2: eight in two games. Like that's yeah. uh, that's a little yeah. Uh, we're well,
0: we're five games into the season and we're minus ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, that hurts. And
2: we're like what fourth to the bottom? Yeah.
0: Well, the only reason that we are.
2: We have one. Oh, that's because we have one. There
0: are one, two, three, four teams with three points, and the only reason that we are uh, in where we're at in eleventh instead of fourteenth in the west. We have a game in hand. No, because we have one one victory. Yeah, that's why we're not in. Because we would be dead last. <laughs> yeah, it, we,
1: Colorado and Sporting and LA still haven't won, have they?
0: They haven't won. They have three points, three draws, and if we had uh, three draws, we have no draws. <laughs> Well, if we had the same record as them in the, with yeah, no victories, yeah, we would we would, we would be at, be at the, bottom the bottom because we have the worst goal differential in the West. Yeah, and Tyler's a big goal differential guy. We've learned, you know, so, goal
1: differential tends to play out long term, not short term, but long term. Mm-hmm. But Christ was always like, "Go for the win; it's worth it." Right? Remember that guy? He used to that. coach us. I agree with that. Remember that
0: guy?
2: I hate parking the bus.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he's still available. Where is I he would, at? So let's. He's. Uh, <laughs> I think he's an assistant with Miami. Oh,
2: he moved to Miami because he didn't do well in New York.
0: No, well he didn't. No. I don't think he was set up to do well in New York. To be totally mm. honest, I don't. Think, it was
1: that whole expansion team thing, and then one year later they let you go. Like, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I think they brought in some players, some top tier players, and maybe they didn't feel like they were. Which is my concern with Saberino is that you got this great player who just won a bunch of cups and titles. In Brazil for four years. And then he comes back and he's getting coached by this guy. So I, I think there's some or frustration. he's playing that, with
1: these players yeah, that he doesn't so, like
0: playing with or whatever. Yeah, so RSL is in a pickle. Um,
1: Pickles. Which kind? Dill? Dill? Definitely dill, not no sweet. no sweet. They're not the sweet.
0: sweet is the worst. No, no sweet is not that bad. You have to have a dill pickle.
1: Dill pickles are horrible. No, dill's nice. the worst spice ever. That,
2: that explains a lot. Yeah,
1: mustard yeah. and dill, like those are the worst. I don't and know relish. why anyone ever likes. I like mustard. pickles,
0: but not relish. Really? Yeah, not I'm, I'm a relish I guy. I'm relish. guy. I
2: like pickles, but not cucumbers.
0: I love cucumbers. Anyway, mustard getting
2: off yeah with colby yeah. jack cheese <laughs> really yeah you just do it as a snack you know get the colby jack cheese the sticks yeah get a little bit of Heinz mustard squirt a little bit take a bite like a the bit, yellow
1: stuff not even the brown stuff yeah the yellow stuff not even the honey oh it's mustard. a palate
2: cleanser my guy oh dude it's horrible. you know it's like it's like a trailer park palate cr- uh, cleanser or do i dare say Magna? no 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 <laughs> stick with trailer park
1: i like that that's good <laughs> the, but the, the, that's the, worse the, than sauerkraut oh, oh I
2: sour, sa- sauerkraut's hard because i've had some really good sauerkraut yeah like we went to um germany i think it was a germany it was somewhere where we were not in the united states and i had sauerkraut and i was like whoa
1: that's why people like sauerkraut, sauerkraut. Yeah, yeah like
2: this is so different because the other stuff is just pickled whatever so it's not very good but yeah sauerkraut actual sauerkraut Cabbage. pretty Cabbage good
0: yeah
1: what that is mustard so, is not good unless you put honey in it anyway
0: Sorry, we went way off on yeah, the honey mustard. Yeah. Although food sounds good. So going over the <laughs> scores over the week the weekend, Atlanta beat New York, the Red Bull one nothing. Since he beat Miami, one nothing. Miami started off good Yeah, see they, Atlanta recovered
1: from their drubbing last week, you know? Yeah, and Columbus well Columbus drubbed them
0: uh six to one, I think it was. Yeah, and they came back and beat New York. So good for Atlanta. And Columbus beat us four to nothing. The Galaxy lost to Seattle. Seattle is the first team I read just recently to win to have a ten win, ten game winning streak against the Galaxy. No one's ever beat. Wow, them. It's so almost the, like they invented winning. ten game winning streaks <laughs> yeah, against the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> New England and NYC FCFC tied one to one. Orlando lost uh, two to nothing to Nashville. Philly and Kansas City. Zero zero. There's a there's a lot of angst in that fan base. Yeah, Philly was so good last year, and they are so not this year. But I saw on Saturday that uh, Lionel Messi is going to be signing with Philadelphia. Right. Oh
2: wait, April Fools! But it was a good one. it was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, I was like, Why would <laughs> Messi come to the MLS?
0: Toronto and Charlotte, two to two. Chicago zero zero against the Rooneys. Um, not a lot of uh, that. Those are two terrible teams. Right. FC Dallas RSL's next opponent next week tied Portland 1-1 and St. Louis with Lost. the loss to Minnesota. Finally. Oh, and they are just in I'm, Minnesota. Yeah, they're just in tears in St. Louis. It's like this doesn't happen to us. We don't lose. How do how did we lose? Oh no. They
1: actually had some really good chances and they just flubbed them all. It's kind of strange in Minnesota put theirs away, so. That'd
0: be interesting to see if that start to trend. I mean, expansion teams happens to teams all the time. They start out hot and then
1: Fizzle. All of a sudden.
0: oh! Wish, wish we could go on a win streak. Welcome to reality. Well, yeah, welcome to our reality.
2: <laughs> I think you can say yeah. welcome to Real.
0: <laughs> and oh. then
2: uh,
0: Colorado and LAFC, 0-0. Zero zero. Colorado might be turning it around a little bit. At least they can play defense. And San Jose, 2-1 over Houston and Vancouver, as we talked about, with the spanking of Montreal, 5-0, and they did it in French. So.
2: Oh, Sacre Bleu. Oui, oui.
0: So, which makes it even worse.
1: <laughs> Vancouver didn't do it in French. They did it in English, right? Yeah, well, the, I think they were taunting them in French. So. Does, does Aaron speak French?
2: No, he I speaks don't. Spanish, I think. It was
1: 3-0 at halftime. I mean, that game was over. Talk about a second half of boringness, you know? And where was that at? PC
0: Place? Yeah, it was in Vancouver. It was in Vancouver. Okay. Well, so that's where the taunting in French comes in. Okay. And we're good to go. But... We shall see on Saturday. There's going to be a l- lot of expectations for that game. So moving on, we talked about what grinds your gears, right? Uh, so grinded uh, the uh, sub um, and the 75th. Uh, Demir Kralic, yeah. And then come on, Crawley update. Ken, kind of, we went really long last time. Kind of got cut out. So everybody's probably really wondering what's going on with Crawley, right? Yeah, and I know you. They're
2: still losing. <laughs> 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 they
0: had a five-game un- uh, um streak without loss and then they went to um Mansfield and the Stags took it to them for nothing the Stags so yeah so how do you like that your your Get favorite team loses for nothing your other favorite team your second favorite team loses for nothing yeah it was it was a saturday it was a saturday for me but they Brutal. it was going well they have a five they're five points above the drop against the Hartlepool Hartlepool was five points behind them, and they were losing most of the game, one nothing to Leighton Orient, which it was like in first, or right? I think it was Leighton Orient in first, yeah. And then um, they tied it up in stoppage time, and then they went and won it in stoppage time. So, so <laughs> the last place team beat the first place team. <laughs> so I think it was I think it was Leighton Orient. So we went from a five point uh, uh, cushion to a two point cushion, but we uh, we played those teams. Uh, so it's going to be a grandstand finish, as they say, to see if we don't get relegated. Which you know, if, if you're if you follow Manchester United and Arsenal, promotion and relegation is the best thing ever. But if you follow, what are you talking about? If you My
2: fall, team just lost. It's getting invigorating at the top four.
0: Yeah, that that was. It is
1: interesting now now uh, Newcastle's uh, tied with Man U.
2: Mm-hmm. So it is getting tight. Um, and there's two. Also, it there's two teams and Barcelona Bayern and what? Man City. No, what are you're talking about there's there's Arsenal's Man- in front. They beat Arsenal, Man City. 4-1. There then is there's a big Man U. There's a Newcastle. Big those three, Chelsea four, is usually a favorite that is not performing. Yeah, they're kind of sliding reason.
0: down uh, the. They just fired their
2: coach. Chelsea did? Oh yeah. no, they did that a while ago. No,
0: Potter got went today. Oh, Potter Yesterday. went today? Yesterday.
2: What? Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. They're uh, really impatient it, with their coaches. Is it Tuchel or is it Tuchel? Tuchel. Tuchel. Yeah. Tuchel. um, He's doing great for Bayern.
0: Yeah, he's the new Bayern coach.
2: Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just a... I I, I feel really
0: bad for for Grant Potter, too. I mean, he goes from Brighton Hove Albion to Chelsea, and he doesn't even last a season, and all he's going to have is fifty million dollars severance package? Poor to, guy, to go away. See, I that just is don't understand. horrible. I,
1: don't I mean, I'll let people make fun of me for fifty million dollars. <laughs> but then, surprise, uh, Tottenham's right there as well, and Brighton's right below. And but Brentford. then you
2: guys got rid of Conte.
0: Oh yeah, Tottenham, not Could, us guys.
2: My wife, yeah,
0: Antonio Tottenham Conte
2: got rid of Conte. Um, which I is... think they would. Hired Javier gracia or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's strange. But yeah, so Manu just um I think they offered him a new contract all the way till twenty twenty eight for Eric Ten Hogg. And that's so cool. That there's guy's guy, changed
0: the team. There's a guy that has a system.
2: Oh, not even a system. He has a belief. He has like even off the field. He has corrected so many people. It's ridiculous. But that's why Ronaldo left, because Ronaldo's like, you, right. don't, you don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me how to play. No, I, I make I make money. And RSL is not getting Eric Ten Hag, but, no. w-
0: but the, yeah. th- it's an example of a comparison of what is missing on a our strategy. Team. A strategy, a
2: whole. And but, keep Pablo. Keep Pablo as the assistant. You know what I mean? We need the rah-rah with, <laughs> with, with the, the tactic
1: tactics. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the bottom of the Premier League is very close as well. Yeah. Southampton's bottom at 23 points and Crystal Palace is 12th at 30. So Ooh. that's only two games and one draw, you know, two wins, one draw away from each other and that's 12 to 20. So that's that's
2: tight at the oh, bottom. Do you know the Wolves former goalie? Um what's his name? Crap. Not the guy who's there now. No, he's actually playing for guy. Wrexham. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Just... Wrexham
1: signed him. He's like the Foster. old... Ben Foster. Yeah. So Ben Foster lived, yeah.
2: retired. And then back in the day, like 20 years ago, he was he was on Wrexham for like three months on like a loan or something like that. <laughs> and so like there's been four other Premier League teams that are offering him like a a, a deal or something like that. And he's like, ah, he it's too far to away from famous. my house. Blah, 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 blah and then Rexham reached out to him to finish the season which is only 8 games and he was like all right it's only like an hour drive <laughs> so yeah he's on Wrexham right oh, boy. now and Dude, that's, that's a, crazy
0: that's a big fight from the national league uh, promotion because there's only one automatic
2: yeah and they're they're two get promoted they're up 1 they're up 3 points and they also still have a game in hand yeah, so
1: last year they lost at the on the playoff
0: at yeah, the very end, at but the yeah, and end. that'll be so. Yeah. And there's two the... teams that'll probably end up with over a hundred points, and then Jeez. first place gets promoted. Second place, I think they they uh, they're in the playoff. In the right? playoff,
2: yeah. I don't. I think it's a little too hard from that position to get into the league, because that's that's national league, right? The national league, and, and then, then, it's then league the
0: two. EFL is the English Football League is league two and
2: up, and so
0: two go down, two come up. But there was talks, you know, suggestions maybe. You, ex- you grow. You expand the EFL one more. Mm. You pick up that National League because there's a lot of stuff that happens. A lot of sponsorships. You lose money by going into the National League from. Oh yeah. EFL. So. Knock on wood. Crawley can continue to. And yet, yeah, people are calling <laughs> for pro rel here in the
1: states like we don't have enough teams guys there are not oh, enough man. teams the to... look on your
2: face you're just like oh no we could go to the national league <laughs> it is so oh, no. stressful
0: i don't wish this on anyone i love no. the promotion relegation system and it's all great when you're going up nobody wants to come down um but also there's also the good teams especially in the premier league and you look at the bundesliga league who's a back on top they've By won iron. they've won it 10 years in a row they're going to win 11 iron. that is so boring <laughs> kind of is boring. And same with the Premier League. it's really it, good. The top players, all the excitement is those that are going out. Whereas in Major League Soccer, all the excitement is the teams that make the playoffs. So, but I would love to see a point where the United States has promotion and relegation, a system that really works and has all the infrastructure. And the only way that happens is if you have grandkids. Is if people go out and watch in well, their no, lifetime? no. I
2: think I think what would what would get us to that point is having a consistent MLS team or teams that make it into the Champions League and win the Champions League, like Seattle did. Yeah, because if that's consistent, not just like oh we we did it once. Like it's you know we have two or three teams that are that are persistent up there and they do things outside of the MLS. That's when we're going to start growing, but until then we can't.
0: Yeah, we'll have to get some people on have a big discussion about promotion relegation and how it all works and how far away we are but uh, so we, far away we would encourage you to follow us on all of the social medias twitter Especially facebook instagram instagram brant really likes that one i like instagram and twitter
2: because it comes with pictures Aww. everybody loves pictures that's doing there of me <laughs> i do i do love twitter Oh, thank, thank you. you. Oh, no. uh, Off the podcast, I'll say it. Okay.
0: But I do thank everyone that came out to our watch party at Cattlemans. That was exciting. I mean For the first know. half. Yeah, well, first you get half. the
2: Cattleman's burger. That's a pretty gnarly <laughs> burger. Uh, it's good it stuff. It's good oh. food.
0: So we really want to encourage you to help help us grow and follow us on those social medias. And also, take a listen. If you haven't listened to the Brandon Steinecker, we put out two episodes. We talked to him for Ever. He wasn't kidding. It was like a David James episode. Yeah, it was almost three hours. <laughs> four, four questions and away you go. Yeah. But he has a fascinating life story. The first the first episode is about his life and how he grew up. Leading up to everything. Leading up to it. And it is a freaking, it would be a fantastic movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is that good. And then the second one. It's like one, a
1: rock podcast, the first half. Yeah.
0: yeah, And then the second one is really how he became a, a soccer fan. How he became a Real Salt Lake fan, and some fantastic stories in there about Real Salt Lake and
1: overcoming depression and anxiety and stuff like that too is kind of included. So yeah,
0: it's, big bonus. It's fantastic. I mean, it's it's
2: not um, it's not full of soccer stuff, but, but it, it is incredibly yeah, intoxicating. Awesome. And we've got some other. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to say, Yeah,
0: we've got some other uh, interviews lined up with actual Real Salt Lake fans. When like are we going to interview
2: ourselves? I feel like we're always interviewing other people. Why can't we why can't we interview us for our story? Cuz yeah, I got a great story. Yeah, oh, okay. You got an okay you know I mean? story? You got a good story?
1: No, my story is horrible.
2: What are you talking about? Man, the, the streets of West Valley, knew your name. Every time you got onto that heroin and what? hepatitis field. What? Is that what it was called? The H&H? The H&H Hunter High School Hepatitis. <laughs>
0: Nope, nope, you nope. only they nope, had about like a, that. three they square were, feet
2: of grass. Yeah,
0: if they were playing and there weren't any hepo, uh, hypodermic needles, they brought their own.
2: <laughs> it was like an episode <laughs> of Saw every time we played soccer. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Wow. Anyway, so... Uh, so, yeah, please. Listen take, to that episode. It was yeah, great. It was fantastic. I think you will enjoy it and let us know what you think. So, for that, hopefully next Saturday is going to be... Show up anyways. Charlotte. Charlotte at the no, right? No, it's FC Dallas. I got that wrong. On the 8th? Yeah. On the 8th, FC FD, FD Dallas, right? Nope, Charlotte. Charlotte? You
1: yep, got sure. that wrong
2: twice. I got it wrong twice. So <laughs> it is Charlotte.
1: It is Charlotte. So hopefully we can do something because they're not in the best And then FC Dallas form. on the 15th.
0: So so show up, support but your team.
2: Come say hi to us, Section 25. Section 25. We man. wear our jerseys. It might If it's cold, you're not going to see them, but... Uh,
1: you and see that yellow random fan? RSL random fan podcast, yeah.
2: baby. We might be warm by then. Number 21, number 48, number 3? And Sir Ben behind
0: us. We talked to a lot of people there. So. yep. Anyway, awesome. I think we made it through another one. Um, Good job, rough, guys. Rough yeah. game to watch. and well, well uh, We had fun talking about it.
1: Yeah, so hopefully you had fun listening. And I'll say... With that, I see will you. say...
2: <laughs> see you! <laughs> Bye!